Night Owls. Welcome to the next episode of Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. Uh, we did something a little different. I don't think we've done anything quite like this before. Like we've done retellings, but we haven't done the same retelling because we mm-hmm. both did Peter Pan, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's like Peter Pan stories of re- stories of Peter Pan. But what if it was different? Yeah, because a different take on Peter Pan. Yeah. So I'm super curious to know what yours is like retelling wise because there's so many opportunities there right like it could be Mm -hmm. like like kind of a follow-up or like built off of the original or like completely perverting the original which is what mine is (laughs) (laughs) um so I'm super interested to know what yours is uh I did one of the like twisted tales that it's Disney branded but it's not actually Disney I did the same thing for like Hocus Pocus where they do like a they did mm-hmm. like a prequel and sequel. And then I also did um, the Little Mermaid one, right? Where it's like the twisted tale. But that was, I don't know, better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can say it. I don't even know. Um, I will start off by saying I did not finish mine. It is so long. It is like almost 500 pages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Like, I really thought it was going to be like, like, I, I can't, I mean, I have eyes. I can see that it's like a pretty thick book, but I thought yeah. like maybe 400. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I am in over my head here. So keep that with a grain of salt when I talk about this book. Okay. Um, So the retelling that I did, The Twisted Tale, was Straight On Till Morning by Liz Broswell. She did the same Little Mermaid one as well. So same writer, which kind of gave me hope. Um, I'm like, where do I even start with this whole situation? (laughs) I'm going to start with what this book is about, and then we'll talk about why I did not love it. Again, only halfway through. Can't say anything necessarily. Maybe the end makes it totally worth it. Yeah, who knows? It totally could happen. It totally could happen. Um, so what this story is, the way that they twisted Peter Pan in this one, is so the the front of it says, like, what if Wendy first traveled to Neverland with Captain Hook? So you've seen the movie. Obviously, I've seen the movie. Those of you who have not seen the movie, Wendy and her brothers travel to Neverland with Peter Pan. They have adventures on Neverland. They go home. This book is what if she didn't go to Neverland with Peter Pan, but at the very beginning of the movie, uh, Peter Pan is like lurking outside and Nana, their dog, steals his shadow, right? So he's like running around the room trying to catch his shadow Mm -hmm. like kind of facilitates the whole conversation with them ending up going to Neverland. But in the book, Nana stole the shadow. So that part happened, but then she, they never went to Neverland. Oh, Yeah. So, like, Peter Pan's hanging out outside their room. I don't remember. It's been a really long time since I've seen this movie, probably, like, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember exactly how it goes in the movie. And the book is honestly fairly poor at explaining to me, like, how it was supposed to have happened in order for the story to happen, which I think was part of why I had such a hard time getting into it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't comprehend, though, how that went down. <laughs> but what I gather from this story is that, so, Neverland is a place that is, like, basically imagination, right? Like, kids can make up stories about it and it becomes life in Neverland or it's their dreams, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So Wendy has always told her younger brothers, whose names I can't quite recall the second, like Michael and John. I only remember Michael because he's important in my book. Because he's real cute too. He's (laughs) a little one. Yeah, I think it's like Michael and John. It doesn't really matter. They're not really focal. They come in for like two whole seconds. Mm -hmm. Um, So Wendy, when they were younger, so this book is four years after the original incident when they met Peter Pan. So Wendy was 12 and now she's 16. But when they were younger, 
Wendy used to tell her younger brothers, because she's the oldest, stories about Neverland, like the adventures, like the pirates and the mermaids and like the kind of things that went down there. So Peter Pan heard these stories coming from Wendy's window and he would lurk outside the window and listen to the stories because he thought that they were interesting. Like she talked about Peter Pan like he was a hero and like Peter Pan's a little bit of a narcissist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not surprising at all, honestly. Um, but then Nana grabs the shadow and keeps it. Well, Peter Pan leaves and uh, Wendy has kept his shadow for all four of these years. She's just kept it like folded up like in a book, like in her desk. So mm -hmm. she just has Peter Pan's shadow. So Peter is looking for his shadow and he's starting to get um, frustrated with not having found it. And Tinkerbell, who is pretty focal in this story, which actually that part I liked. Um, <laughs> Tinkerbell has kind of like discouraged him from going to London to look for it, even though she's pretty sure that's where it is. Um, so he's looked everywhere in Neverland for the last four years, although time doesn't really exist in Neverland. So it's kind of a, a moot point. Mm -hmm. Um and so she sees that Peter Pan is getting just like super depressed about it. Basically, he's not the same person without his shadow because when he doesn't have his shadow, he becomes a little more um, like moody and aggressive and like volatile just in general. They don't really explain that, but I guess I would be frustrated if I didn't have my shadow. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I could, I could see that like being a thing, especially in like the world of fantasy. Mm -hmm. Part of his like identity and body. Yeah, and... exactly. It's like part of him, like a piece mm -hmm. of him is missing. Yeah. So like, I, I can accept that. So Wendy, all these four years have gone past. So she assumes that because Peter hasn't come back, he doesn't want it. Like he's not interested in the shadow. He's given up on her. And she's like, I don't understand why he never came back for me. Like she thought he was going to come back for her. Mm -hmm. And all this time she's been writing these stories about Neverland. Like she's just continued to write like all these like fantastical adventures and things that she wishes she could go on. Um, there is one point in the very beginning where she's just like, I don't know why no one from Neverland contacted me. And I'm like, because you never went to Neverland? <laughs> like, because that didn't happen. So, like, I kind of just had to power through that first part where they, like, explained, like, how to set the scene for this book because it didn't quite click for me. Like, I don't think it was clear. Mm -hmm. I wish they had really laid out more about, like, her first interaction with Peter Pan. I think that would have made more sense if they'd done, like, a little, like, prologue. Here's what did happen instead mm -hmm. of, like, here's what didn't. Because all I have for reference is the movie. Yeah. So I think that was part of it. But basically, Wendy's been writing these stories. She doesn't really get along with any of the girls her age. Her brothers are younger than her, but boys in this time, I don't, it's not like modern. Like it's like London in like the early 1900s or something mm -hmm. um, ish, somewhere in there. It doesn't say exactly, but from context clues, I gather it's not modern. Okay. Um, basically, like her brothers are moving on. They're, they're, you know, studying different things in school and, Wendy just doesn't feel like she's progressing. Like she stays home at her help at like with her parents most of the time. And she feels like she acts kind of like a maid towards her family because like they don't, they don't have a lot of money. They have like enough money that they have like a nice home and things, but like things are tight. Right. Mm -hmm. So they don't have like a housemaid. They don't have like a nanny. She does all that along with Nana, the dog, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Nana classic. So, um, <clears throat> Wendy decides that she's going to get to Neverland, whether Peter wants to help her or not, because she's spent all this time trying to coax him essentially with the stories, thinking that they would lure him back. Mm -hmm. Her parents find her stories, though, and they're like, we're really concerned about you. Like, this is stuff that kids write about. Like, this is not appropriate for a girl your age. We're going to send you off to Ireland to go basically nanny for some cousins that you don't know. And she's mm -hmm. like, no, I don't want to do that. 
Yeah, like, no, same. Not interested. Because <laughs> they tried, like, getting her a puppy to, like, distract her. They tried, like, getting her to go, like, do things with girls her own age. And she's just not interested. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I can imagine, though, like, in meeting somebody like Peter Pan at age 12, that would really impact your worldview. Yeah, definitely. You know? Like, yeah. kind of say your brain chemistry. Yeah. You know, like, so she knows it exists. And so it's just like, that's just where she's stuck, kind of. And like, I, I can imagine that being a reality. So because her parents have decided they're going to ship her off, she's like, screw you guys. I'm not doing that. <laughs> she, con- she, in her dreams, contacts Captain Hook. It all gets a little wonky. Like I said, it's very hard to kind of follow. Mm-hmm. Um, so because Neverland is made of like your dreams and things, she has like dreams about interacting with Captain Hook. And so she tells Captain Hook in her dreams, I have Peter Pan's shadow. Like, what's it worth to you, essentially? Mm-hmm. And so she uses Pan's shadow to negotiate passage to Neverland. Mm-hmm. Tink at this time is currently on her way to London to try to find Wendy because Tink is trying to get the shadow too because she wants to restore Peter's like confidence and like make him be who he was again because Tinkerbell's obviously in love with Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. That's just a given. It's always been like that. <laughs> um, but by the time Tinkerbell gets to London... Wendy's already on a ship. Mm. So Wendy, being a smart girl, though, she knows that you have to get, um, you have to like be very specific when you're dealing with, well, she was like, this is like work when you have brothers. You have to be very specific about the terms and conditions because otherwise they'll pervert it. Like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, mm-hmm, makes sense to me. <laughs> sure, so she yeah. deals with um, Captain Hook kind of in the same way where sh- she was like, no, I want to get there and back. And he's mm. like, okay. He's like, but, you know, keep in mind that like, traveling the seas from here to neverland it's you can't always guarantee that we can get back right away so he did say he couldn't give her like a timeline on when they would get back just that they would get back Mm -hmm. but she's not sure how time works like when you're in neverland versus like what london is like like it could just be a day yeah she's like i have no idea it's a fantasy land so she agrees and she ends up on board of the jolly roger no is that there i don't know what i have no idea is called. that's yeah. just the first thing my brain thought of i think that's <laughs> just what a pirate flag is i don't know so she's on board the ship with the pirates and hook basically is like so you're their mother now no nope. kind of like she was with for the lost boys like in mm-hmm. the peter pan movie where they're like oh you're our mother you know like yeah. so it's kind of like that so she kind of gets like foisted back into this role of mom but she didn't want to be like all the pirates are like trying to like barter with her to like fix their pants and wash their clothes and all this stuff, like set the table. And I'm like, damn, Wendy, <laughs> in over your head. And um, Hook was like, well, I said I would get you to Neverland. I didn't say you could go ashore. Mm. So he's basically planning on her being essentially a hostage on this ship for god knows how long mm-hmm. because everyone in the ship is kind of trapped like the other pirates talk about how like oh we just came out here for adventure too but now we're stuck here and like we've been here for who knows how long like they don't know because the ship is part of neverland so nobody really ages right mm-hmm. yeah like there's some aging obviously because captain hook is like a little older than everybody else so like there's some degree of aging but like it's not the same because they go back and forth between the two worlds mm-hmm very confusing but it also makes sense so like okay i'm on board here (laughs) um one of the pirates kind of takes pity on wendy and he's like oh well that sucks i totally understand why that's not the deal you signed up for and so he helps her kind of escape the pirate ship so that she can go into neverland he like gets her onto a dinghy and then he like tells captain hook that he hears the crocodile because that's like 
his biggest fear is that crocodile coming back for his hand. Mm -hmm. um, the pirate, though, talks about how, like, it's not just the crocodile taking his hand that he's afraid of. It's, like, the passage of time because it's a clock, right? There's no clocks allowed on this ship at all. Like, anytime he hears about a clock, he just, like, immediately books it out of there. So she does make it off of the pirate ship, thank goodness. Yeah, I was good. a little worried about it because, like, even though this is a children's book, I'm pretty sure they alluded to one of the pirates trying to, like, assault her, like, mm -hmm. sexually assault her, yeah. which makes sense for a pirate ship. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Shot. Very unfair. Captain unbranded. Hook does kill that pirate, like, immediately. Okay. So he's like, so, we're not doing this. He's like, heck no, we do not do that. Um, I appreciate that. Captain mm -hmm. Hook has some scruples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Wendy makes her way to Neverland. Um. But before she leaves the ship, she realizes that Captain Hook wanted Peter Pan's shadow because he wants to destroy Neverland. Like, he wants it to never exist. Mm. Like, completely kill it. Um, and so that's part of the reason she's so desperate to get off the ship. Not only does she want to go to Neverland to, like, see it for real and know that it's real because she's starting to question her sanity, you know? Mm -hmm. It's four years later. Pan never came back. Like, she has this shadow, right? Which is, like, obviously a wild thing to have. Just, like, fold it into a book that you can just, like, whip out. Mm -hmm. But, like... Yeah, she's, she's starting to question herself. And she's 16 now. And like, that's kind of yeah. when like reality starts to become like more solidified and it's harder for make-believe. Right. And adults can't go to Neverland. And so mm -hmm. she's like, I'm kind of on that edge. Like I have to go. Like it's now or never. So not only does she want to save Neverland at this point, but like now she just wants to see it. But it's a fantasy world and nothing's ever quite what you think it's going to be. Like she's expecting it to be like beautiful and perfect. But like she discovers that like things are not like that. Like, she encounters Tinkerbell. She was so excited to see a fairy, but Tinkerbell immediately just starts, like, punching the crap out of her. Like, oh, yeah, fairies are mean. Yeah, like, she's excited to see the mermaids, but then they try to drown her. <laughs> yeah, that's mermaids. Like, These are things that they do. Yeah, because Tinkerbell <laughs> had gone to London, right? And so once mm -hmm. Tinkerbell realizes that Wendy's not there, she, like, books it back to Neverland. And so kind of around the same time that Wendy gets to Neverland... Tinkerbell gets to Neverland and so they kind of team up to look for Peter Pan because right now no one knows where Peter Pan is like no one's seen him in like four days mm. and he's been in like this weird mood and so like they're really concerned about it I guess there's like a king or queen or something that he can go to to basically ask to die oh huh. yeah so that's where they think he is and so right now where I'm at in the book is that they're They've just found this information out where, like, Peter is potentially looking for a way out. Like, he's done. Like, I don't know how long Peter has existed, but for a very long time, I'm sure. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at in the book. So about halfway through, I feel like it's starting to pick up a little bit. So I am a little bummed I didn't get further. But I also probably would have been able to give you much more information at this point because this is where things actually start to really happen. Yeah. But what I really thought was interesting about, like, her going to Neverland is the fact that, like, she thinks that like no other children exist or something because I told you that Neverland is basically made of like kids dreams and like fantasies and like that kind of thing right mm -hmm. well she gets to Neverland and she's like well I didn't dream this up I didn't I didn't think of that thing I never thought of Tinkerbell who who did that like <laughs> does it exist on its own and I'm just like you realize other children exist in the world right it's not yeah. just you and it's, your brothers it's the collective dreaming of everybody and also yeah, you know, so maybe like, your brother dreamt it up <laughs> yeah like you don't know everything he dreams yeah like so i just thought that was really funny where she's like constantly shocked that like oh why does this thing exist i didn't dream it up it must like have its own like things just <laughs> exist in neverland it's not just fantasy i'm like or other children exist yeah weird crazy oh my weird, gosh crazy like <laughs> i 
the Neverland descriptions are like really cool though. Like I love the way they describe like the landscape and the experiences that Wendy's had so far, but like I just felt like it was kind of hard to get into because there's so many things I just have questions about. Like what really happened in her first meeting with Peter Pan? Like I said, a prologue would have really helped clarify Yeah. where we're actually at in a story, especially when it's based on a movie that's well known, you know, Yeah, like, that would have definitely helped a bit. and then some of those just like plot holes where like, she's like, Oh, other people could think of things for Neverland. It's like, no shit. Like, <laughs> so, so far at halfway through, I'm going to give it like a two and a half. <laughs> okay. It's not looking hot. I can't, it is starting to pick up. So maybe his whole adventure, like dealing with like this, queen person who can like change his existence i think that'll probably be really interesting because i'm Mm curious -hmm. to see how that folds but um i don't know i just i feel like i had such a hard time getting into it it made it like impossible to get through all 500 pages before we recorded today yeah no i feel that mine was not nearly that long mine was like what 350 ish i think i'm jealous um but it was a struggle to get into and get through it was probably like the last quarter or so it finally picked up um but yeah it was definitely a struggle so i did darling girl by liz malinsky i guess you're gonna say that um And so this one takes place like 80 or like 100 years or something like that after Wendy has gone to Neverland with Peter. And so our main character is Holly Darling, who is the granddaughter of Wendy. Like that Wendy Oh, who went. so it's like a follow-up story? Yeah, basically, it's like, here's just like, yeah, here's like what happened It's a sequel. kind of next. Um, so at this point, um, Wendy has died. And so have Michael and John. Um, and then... Wendy had a daughter, Jane, who is Holly's mother. And so they're both alive. Okay. And then Holly was married to a man, had twins. The four of them got in an accident. Her husband passed. One of the twins passed. And the other one was like really hurt and was like, they're like, he's probably at first they're like, he might not even make it. Um, and then they're like, hey, we'll make it. He'll probably never walk again. Um, and then she basically has this like miracle baby, Eden. Um, so like at at one point they're like she's like four months pregnant and they're like how in the world did we miss this with all of the tests and the scans that we did while you were in the hospital like whatever this is where they're like everything must have been going on we must have missed it um but then this baby is like rapidly growing and they're like oh Oh. okay like this is super weird um she basically has Aiden like two months early and this is like a full 10 pound baby popping out Some like twilight this shit. this is like this baby is fine um Eden basically ends up having this like rare genetic disease that makes her like age super fast um and so like at two she is like as tall as her five-year-old brother and like super freaking smart and all these things um and she has an accident where she falls out of the tree and she goes into a coma and the doctors uh, and that's i mean it's comas right like nobody really knows how they work when you're gonna wake up but the doctors basically kind of what they have their hypothesis on this is that with her rapid growth and the trauma, the head trauma that her body can't recover. Like her body can't wake her up because her body is still rapidly growing. Um, and so at this point we're like, we pick up in the story. Um, oh, I guess also I do. <sighs> you do, it does, uh, the boy, the son who lived um, does end up magically being able to run and walk and like magic, Boy who lived. like, like magic, magic. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, the twin brother who is still alive, 
um magic happens and i don't really i don't know if i want to give it away yet i haven't decided we'll see how i keep going and if i tell you how it Keep it secret, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but either way, basically, he is like miracle of all miracles and he's able to run and can walk and like life is grand. Amazing. Um, but Eden is in a coma. And at this point, she's still in a coma. So her biological age is 13 and she looks to be about 25. Um, oh my she, gosh. Yeah. And so she is like in a home in London, um, in Cornwall, I guess. And um, they call it grace house and has like live in or i guess the nannies and not the nurses don't necessarily live in there but like has like 24 7 help all these things but holly and her son live in new york and so um holly has like owns this cosmetic companies darling skincare it's super taking off um they're gonna open uh, for this new product pixie dust which like you like poof it into the air and you close your eyes and like i don't know like fixes everything basically so it's glitter got it the magic glitter it's pixie dust <laughs> uh, but either way so that's kind of their life and like uh jack who is the son who um the twin who survived he like gets she gives him these like monthly injections which we don't really know what they are right away you do learn eventually but mm. um because she like has like a master's degree and a doctorate and all of this like stuff and so you're just like okay whatever he has to have an injection sure okay um and then she gets a phone call one day she's like about to like she's supposed to like close this the big deal with the people who are gonna like co-go in on pixie dust and she gets a call and it's the nurse like the head nurse and she's like eden's gone like she's gone we don't we don't know where she went uh the window is open there's no footsteps but she's gone and like holly is like adamant so it's like the window must be shut at all times like she's heard the stories yeah exactly yeah so yeah so she spent her whole life like she knew that like hearing the stories from her grand well i think she did her grandma i think died i think wendy died when she was like either really young or like right before she was born but she heard all the stories from jane and jane never had her opportunity with peter like so there's like the nursery upstairs because jane still lives in her mother in wendy's home Mm -hmm. um and so she like keeps like the nursery window open at night and like peter never came for her um and so and she's still I feel like that's okay though like i don't i can't imagine leave my window open and be like please come get me i mean she wants it at this point like she's like 60 70 and she's still waiting on her adventure with peter like it's magic heard, i guess i get it yeah well she heard all the great stories from wendy um and so um but yeah so holly gets this call that like eden is gone like just gone they've searched everywhere they can find there's no footsteps outside they don't know and holly is like it's him he came he came back for her and you're like why like why does what does peter want with this child that's weird but okay sure um so she is like okay well i gotta like book it over there to london so she's gonna have her son um stay with her like co-owner i guess he's the lawyer of the company i don't know that he's an owner but they're like best friends um and she's gonna have him stay there and so she's like on her way to the airport and her flight gets canceled and she comes home and okay. he's like at home drinking with a buddy and she's like well fine you gotta come with me now so you can't be trusted uh so they go to london together and they like go to grace house and she like talks to all the nurses like tells him some lie about like oh it's her seaweed vendor is having issues mm-hmm. right yeah um and so seaweed vendor i'm laughing yeah, yeah apparently she actually does have a seaweed vendor but it's from in there at that place, but only so that 
she has a cover for when she goes and visits Eden. Um, but yeah, so like she lurks and like it's the same thing the nurse has said, like Eden is gone and she we have no idea where Eden is at this point. Um, she calls Jane, they end up like staying with Jane for a while, and like Holly knows it's Peter, and but like there's these things that like happened like around the time of the accident that like Holly and Jane never talk about. Like Peter came for Holly, basically at one point like right around the time of the accident mm. and so then you're wondering like okay is it wasn't she an adult then though yeah yeah he doesn't do that well, he does though now okay he's okay, like he he's, he's like aged a bit too like he's like kind of older that's the whole and, thing like, he's not supposed to okay whatever no the story is believe. that he can't grow up he is a child in a man's body that's basically, that's basically you know, how they tell it and this, and I accept say that, that though. Yeah, he could just, technically age, I guess, after a very long time. Yeah, and that's how the, they specifically say this because it's like said it. It's like because one of them says it. And it's like, oh well, he's not supposed to be an adult, and it's like, no, he's just not supposed to grow up, and he is still a damn child. Um, okay, except, yeah, and so he like comes, and it's I think what it is is that he's just like curious, kind of about people, um, and like it's so hard to kind of like explain like so whatever it is that like jack is getting his injections for like holly doesn't want him doing like contact sports doesn't want him like she's a total germaphobe like doesn't want him bleeding on people which Mm. sure don't bleed on people but like if you get a like punched in the face and you get a bloody nose you're probably gonna bleed on people which did happen to him um which is why he ended up having to go to london with her um but so basically the whole story now is her trying to find eden um she ends up hiring a private detective christopher cook to help out and like help her find him um ultimately she does have to tell jane because like oh so they're like no police because all of the stories with um wendy like Mm -hmm. the um newspapers have like a field day with her and then like michael had like a terrible fall out the nursery window and then basically what it is is that he was trying to get back to um neverland forever but mm-hmm. like to people who don't know what it says, he looks like a crazy man. And yeah, for sure. They put you in 72 hour holds for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so they like apparently there's this like really mean song written about him. And so like you oh. so, like you can understand. You're like, okay, I see why you might not want the police involved, even though like your daughter is missing, but okay, yeah, sure, it. whatever. Um so yeah, like the police aren't involved. So ultimately she has to tell Jane what's going on. Um, Jack has no idea he even has a sister like so there's like all these secrets like everybody has all these secrets they're all going around it's really hard to root for anybody in the story like i don't want a single person to succeed in the story like, i don't understand how he doesn't know he has a sister isn't holly both of their mom yeah so he was five when eden had her accident and then and he was still like kind of like recovering from the car accident that took her husband um his dad and his twin mm. and then like Eden went to the hospital right away but basically like when she was in the hospital she was like just deteriorating more and more and more and more so they thought um, she was gonna die so they stopped talking about her well yeah basically right away, yeah when he was like five and so he like Jack would get really upset every time he went to the hospital so she stopped taking him to the hospital but then she like up and moved um Eden from the hospital to Cornwall house and she started to get mm-hmm. better and then yeah then Holly basically just stopped talking about her like put all packed up all our pictures all of oh. these things um yeah and you do kind of figure out like why like later like i'm not 
saying that what she did is right or but but you do understand her motives or at least you learn her motives later on um mm-hmm. jack of course does figure this out at some point and he doesn't take it well as you wouldn't i wouldn't either um and then of course it gets him into trouble because you know he's like a 15 or 16 year old kid or whatever who just is acting out yeah um and then but yeah like none not a single person in the book is a good person like i think maybe the only person who's a good person is barry the lawyer like he's the only one who's like a decent person oh and you, want, you like want him like he works a 14 hour day and like happily runs home to his wife and daughters and is like so excited to be home and loves them and only great things and is like we'll do anything to help holly and like fire somebody to protect her this that and the other thing and you're like oh you're a good he's a good person but everyone else can fucking jump off like they suck um interesting and so like it was really hard to care about any of them and for so long so little happens like literally at one point holly is like driving around the streets looking for peter just like let me just drive around just walk around in london y'all yeah because she's like oh i thought i saw him one time in soho and so she like goes there and then like people think she's crazy and then like jane starts doing the same thing like they're like oh because she's like done all like like nobody has researched Peter Pan more than Jane basically. She's been obsessed with him because she's wanted to go to Neverland. I mean, she wanted, yeah, she wanted her adventure, and so she's like, oh, like she has like all of these like different places and ideas of like where he could be. At one point, they like mention something, and I'm like, oh, he's clearly there. Why don't you go look there? Check and they it like out. they like try, and the guards like, nope, sorry, closed. And then they just never try again. And I'm like, well, he's obviously there. Oh my god! Like obviously, I'm not going to tell you where it is um and by the way i was right though so like that i was just like y'all are dumb Um, oh my uh but yeah so like that's kind of pretty much what it is you do figure out um what happened to eden where she went how she i liked how it kind of like built i guess was after probably the first half the first half was slow as all heck um but then slowly kind of how the story did build on itself and how you would like jump back in time to like whatever memory and so you like see how Eden got hurt and how that happened and like what's going on there and like learning about like Holly's interaction with Peter and like what actually happened um and like you know Peter's like not a great guy and then you start figuring out like kind of like well, why it is that Peter is actually coming to the people that he's coming like why well one we think it's there's something special about the darlings don't know what it is but like that's their thing is that that makes sense yeah is that there's something special and i think it's because it was like wendy was the original basically um and so like you kind of do figure all of those things out um the last like quarter of the book does pick up a bit but then it wraps up so fast it's like boom 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 okay life is grand and done. everything is happy everybody has a happy ending huh. this is great and lovely and wonderful and it was just like i mean like yeah like not a whole lot actually happened during the book but then how quickly it was just like we're done now i was like okay like that's it's weird and then like yeah like how some of it just like came to be like there's an entire scene that i read like three times and i was like this makes literally zero sense like mm-hmm. nothing about this tracks at all and i obviously can't tell you what it is because it was at the very end and like the whole thing is like what shoved the book towards the ending but i was like that doesn't make any sense um, they had to bridge the gap between a and b basically yeah and it's like frustrating because i wish i could just like i need like somebody who read it so i can just be like bah, this is terrible um i'm deciding overall like a three out of five but i don't recommend it like 
it picked up in the end so that was fine it was a nice um i did like the different take on it and the fact that it was like way later like you know like the granddaughter of wendy like that was cool um it does have a a whole bunch of callbacks to like the original story kind of like you though i didn't really get them there's definitely multiple ones that like i totally forgot like um jane has a housekeeper named nan and holly's like really that's her name and i was like i don't fucking get it is it because nan is short for nanny like i don't understand it and then when you were saying yeah and then we said that i was like oh that's the reference they were trying to make but like i was like i don't i don't know enough about peter pan to actually like pick up i'm sorry there was a bunch of other stuff um and so yeah i would say if anybody is interested in reading it um go check the trigger warnings because there are a decent amount of them um i only Mm. knew that like i read it and i was like like it's a dark fantasy basically it's a dark retelling so i went into it being like yeah it's just gonna be kind of fucked up um people apparently a lot of people in the reviews that i read after i read it did not think the same thing as me and gave it like one star because of like the lack of trigger warnings um so i mean go read them but like if you read a lot of dark fantasy books or dark just like dark fucked up books you're not gonna be surprised by any of the trigger warnings that are in there like one of them they were like oh a kid dies that's a trigger warning i'm like well it literally says it on the like the the back of the book tells you that somebody that a child has died like that i feel is- like peter pan in general is pretty dark i mean the way peter yeah. gets the lost boys is he kidnaps boys from an orphanage like yeah yeah it's, it's not, very yeah. dark yeah the original was not that great to begin with like in, no. that, in that kind of a term so but i get why you may not expect that because it is billed essentially as a children's book like peter pan as a mm-hmm. whole so yeah so i've yeah. never really seen it that way it's definitely dark but yeah but i would just say like this is definitely a darker take and like the beginning part doesn't seem so dark um it takes a turn um but it's, i would just say that if anybody is still interested in reading it like i mean go for it especially if you like peter pan i think if i liked peter pan more like if i liked the original story if i was like really invested in that i think i would have enjoyed it a lot more because i would have mm-hmm. been able to kind of pick up all those more similarities and everything like that um, right but no i liked i liked how they they made everyone grow up basically even though you know like i, I just said nice. earlier like how i said earlier like peter pan can't grow up but like but he didn't age he's grown now so and it was fun yeah it was really interesting to kind of see how how they took this like turn of him like still being in our world because it's like um like it doesn't seem like he goes back to neverland as often as maybe he should or used to like when wendy was around or something like for some reason he's like staying more in our world and just kind of like uh, how that is affecting him and just it's interesting yeah that part i'd be was curious cool. to know how that impacts neverland because he's such mm-hmm. a focal character there yeah so yeah what is it actually like like what's going on there is neverland right now? just like shriveling without him are they thriving I, without him like i, I don't think know. it was i think it was mentioned and it was only mentioned in like one sentence like briefly um yeah but i think it's like kind of going into chaos without him like that Not was surprised. yeah like that was the gist is that like without him there it's kind of like a bunch of like infighting basically and like it's starting to crumble and just like fall apart yeah like they say in mine like he's not the king or anything like he's not in charge but he is like a like a common thread amongst everybody mm-hmm. there like he's yeah. just part of everyone yeah so yeah so that was like yeah and it was only like briefly mentioned at one point because somebody did ask like why does he just like what's going on with that why is he here what's going on like why is he, why is he not there like go home huh. um 
so that was kind of brought up why of that well i guess that's not why but like just kind of like the aftermath of what's going on um but yeah i mean it was nice to mix it up and do something different i don't read a lot of these like um fairy tale retellings and stuff normally so me either yeah so it was nice to do something different um i think we're going very generic on our next one and it's just the past so um it's december so we're doing the past and then we're doing the future so yeah, i so think get ready for sense. the new year you know we've got minis in december for mm-hmm. you those will be back some winter focused ones but obviously minis. yeah i mean if we're all expecting anything else right um but yeah with that we got what do socials really quick so instagram is not past your bedtime twitter iipyb underscore pod for as long as twitter's still around who knows i was gonna um, say we need to chat about that yeah like uh, it's it's here we have it we'll, we'll see for now uh and then tiktok is not past your bedtime and yeah that's everything um if anybody else has like a better peter pan retelling or something i would love like, to hear it yeah let us know if there's one we have to read that'll change your mind i'm totally open to it Uh, But yeah, with that, we will talk to everyone later. Bye, everyone. Bye.